welcome to part three. Enjoy. How how do you how do these restaurants during this quarantine are able to do to go beers? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so you're letting someone go with a to go cup and plastic lid, and then putting the straw on top, saying, "Hey, don't drink don't drink this and drive." <laughs> um, <laughs> what the fuck? That's why I, I like, thought I was batshit crazy. I, 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 I kind of like Missouri's rule. Have you ever been? Have you drank in Missouri? Uh, I've only been in Missouri like once in my you life. You can have. Now. Oh no, Missouri! I've been to Kansas City a few times. You Damn can it. have open containers in your car and drinking if you're the passenger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've heard those. Rules that makes sense. Yeah. I, I mean, of course, you don't want to drink and drive. Yeah. But like, yeah, here yeah. right now, when the restaurants are trying to make money, so yeah. they're selling you alcohol to go. Like Don or not Donna Millie's. What? what? It might have been Don Millie's. We're doing to-go margaritas. Mm-hmm. No, it was a DJ's dugout. DJ, okay. It was doing 32-ounce to-go margaritas. Like, <laughs> don't drink this. You better not open this in your car. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I, have, have you ever done it? Have you ever no, got, I never got one. I would, in my mind, legally, I would like to think that they had to sign some sort of waiver. The, the person, the customer? But, the but then, oh, like uh, the customer. Yeah. But then I think everyone's trying to be contactless and like as efficient I as possible. Sign so, like, no, so I don't think that. they probably signed anything. Mm-mm. Just the whole, just the whole like handshake, like, and the attaboy, don't drink this yeah. kind of attitude. Like we're going on the trust. We're, we're trusting not to drink this mm-hmm. on the way home. I remember as a server, um, like, I can't even stop myself from getting a French fry out of the bag, let alone <laughs> the first thing you do. The first thing you do when yeah. you leave that fast food drive through is like. Yep. Hand in the bag. <laughs> if I have a 32-ounce margarita in my hand, that thing might be half gone by the time I get home. The reason why know? I drove to get a margarita from you is because I want to drink that motherfucking margarita. <laughs> exactly. And I'm going to drink it right now. <laughs> like, I better hope this drive is only a five-minute drive back to my house because it's going to be halfway gone by the time I get there, you know? Um, I remember as a server, like in 2009, uh, 2010. You worked at? Uh, Grisani's. Grisani's. Okay. Um... You could buy bottles of wine, and if you didn't finish it, we you had... put the cork back in, right, or whatever? You put the cork back in there, but then we had resealable bags. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've um, seen those before. There was, like, the... So you had to get a receipt of their bill, and you had to shove it into the bag, and then you sealed it up nicely, and you told them to uh, put it in the trunk of their car. Because, <laughs> yeah. uh, and I mean, the law says if it's in... Like arm if, length or something like if that. If it's or, in the yeah. like, I, I don't know what you would call it, the cabin of right, the car. Yeah. If it's in the cabin, the cab, or is cab, it, or whatever. I don't know, even if it's yeah. sealed up in that plastic bag, still, I, it, it's still considered open container. Right. Yeah. So you always had to say like they have had, those weird bags with a uh, pot too. Uh, in Colorado, ever bought any pot from dispensaries in Colorado? Mm-mm. Like they have, uh, like unbreakable seals. Mm-hmm. So like if you break it. Before you get home, they know. They know that you 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 uh, opened it before you got home, mm-hmm. and okay. you're not supposed to have it in your car, and they're okay. going to give you a ticket. That makes sense, yeah. But um, if it's unbroken and sealed, it, you're just you don't get any sort of fine or anything like that if they okay. pull you over. Huh. You do in Nebraska, though. You know, like you go <laughs> the, from Colorado to Nebraska. The moment you it. cross over that state line, you better. That's some imaginary border in the, in the <laughs> fucking. Uh, I've always wondered when I was a little kid, like. Uh, Flying over the United States, if you'd actually see like the borders of the, <laughs> but the first time I was in a plane, I was like, "Wow, there's no borders." <laughs> you know? Like, do you remember? Do you ever? Do you ever remember flying, like, say, into Omaha or leaving Omaha, 
and you leave and you go over all those farmlands yeah. and you see like the circles like, like and the circles s- and the squares yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that, that just like mind boggles my head it's just like that is Nebraska's very like geometrical like mile 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 yeah very mile. very very yeah and, and it's just because the combines is that I, I, I'm not a farmer I, it was obviously. like the land surveying and in, in, yeah. the, in the beginning they just yeah. want to make sure everyone got their oh what was it like when you got land from the government oh dude have you heard about that? Like how sneaky our federal government was back in like the 1800s? It doesn't surprise me, but think yeah. about this. Like um, back in the day, the federal government was that's how the Rangers became a thing, is they were fighting the Comanches. They were mm-hmm. fighting like Indian tribes. Okay. And the government was like, free land out there in the West, have fun, go mm-hmm. get some, you know, like mm-hmm. and stake your claim, knowing full well that they're going into Indian territory. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> and making the uh, the pioneers fight the Indians for them. Fuck, I didn't even... You know, I, <laughs> it's fucking batshit crazy. In, in high school, and during pioneer history, you're just like, they wanted... The government they died of dysentery. <laughs> the government gave them land and they got land. Yeah. And then like, yeah, I guess I, I really didn't... It's think. sneaky as fuck what they were doing, dude. Yeah, fuck. Uh, what's his name? Andrew Jackson? No. I wouldn't put it past him, honestly. He's one of the craziest presidents we've ever had. Even crazier than the one we have now. Um, you know that man was in Duel? I'm sorry, what? Andrew Jackson. The guy what? on the $20 bill. Was what? He was in a duel. Oh! Multiple that, duels. That sounds... Ha- like, more than 10 duels. That sounds right. And got shot in the chest a couple times. <laughs> that, that dude is... You should look into that guy if you if you want to ever go down a rabbit hole on U.S. presidents. Andrew Jackson was a crazy son of a bitch. I will say one of my favorite presidents is Herbert Hoover. Why? Um, Herbert the pervert. <laughs> just because it rhymes, that means it's true. No, right. Yes, it does. Have you not been on the internet? Um, I w- I his presidential museum is out in Iowa. Okay. And I just remember I went to it well, with my grandpa. He's one the time. one. He, He's he was the, the head of the CIA. He was the one before FDR. He was the one that the was, Hoover Dam, right? Mm-hmm. Is that him, or is that or Hoover? J. Edgar Hoover is FBI, right? There's an F, there's CIA or FBI yeah. head of a guy. This like, is, this two is, different guys, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I, obviously, I'm not a history major either. So, <laughs> um, I mean, I, I could be saying stuff wrong too, but right. Basically, so Hoover was in charge uh, before the Great Depression back in the day. And FDR kind of like slide dogged him and just said all this other shit and basically made him look like the bad guy. And that's how that's how FDR got into uh, power. But anyway, Hoover really? Hoover has like oh, an I interesting uh, history before he became president. Like he was the first guy into Stanford. Um, him and his wife lived over in uh, China or like the Philippines or something, and he could speak Mandarin. And so when him and his wife wanted to speak in the White House privately. They, they, just just spoke, they just spoke different languages, and no one could understand them. A lot of the points get back to the whole continual learning, like be a learning machine. Read an hour a day. If you, yeah. re- if you read an hour a day, you're probably going to finish a book in a, a week or two. And just think of how many books you could read over the year versus the average person. And then over the years of you reading, you're going to be far just better off. Yeah, than, just cumulative uh, yeah, mm-hmm. knowledge. Yeah, for sure. Like... If you ever let your brain go numb, like you're you're wasting your 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 best tool, you yeah. know. Like it, your brain is a biological computer, mm-hmm. you know. It's crazy how uh, we've been talking about this the entire time. 
basically the mind and how it works and all that. But if you don't use it, you're gonna lose it. For real, like as cliche as that sounds, like <laughs> it's real. Mm-hmm. Same with like muscle mass and all that stuff too. You know, yeah. like atrophy is a thing. You know, and your brain can atrophy. Mm-hmm. That's why you got to be a, a lifelong learner. I like that. I, I love that concept. But what the things that fascinate me now at 29, almost 29. Uh, it really irrit- it makes me irritable thinking about it but they fascinate me now why didn't they fascinate me back in high school mm-hmm. why was I so bored with history class right. why was I so bored was it the teacher was it the content was it the curriculum was it just because there was a test I had to take mm-hmm. now I'm literally on YouTube looking up things that just blow my mind mm-hmm. And this was stuff that I could have been learning in high school, but just didn't. Right. You know, I, I, I don't, what's your thoughts on that? Well, I know my high school is way different than your high school. 100%. Where, where'd you go? Omaha North. I don't know anything about that. It's it, very <laughs> ghetto. Yes. Well, my high school, I feel like my high school was just pumping kids out to go to the factory. They didn't give a, like a... Like a technical high school kind of thing. Yeah. Like a... a uh, they, they didn't give a fuck about me. Right. Um, I wasn't, you know, like top grades... And so my guidance counselor, she she didn't give a fuck. Um, like dur- Columbus High School, run by Tyson Meatpacking Plants. <laughs> like I, ta- Tyson. I talked my, for my senior year. I talked them into giving me uh, that you know, like in your senior years, you can go to college sometimes. Yeah. So I let I talked them into giving me. Well, back then, pe- people today have like these block schedules. I don't understand. Mine was like periods. We had nine periods. Oh, uh, we uh, block scheduling is like A block and B block yeah. and two different days to switch. Every I don't day. Know. Yeah. yeah, but like for me, we had nine periods. You had nine things. Yeah. So for the first two periods, uh, I was supposed to be at college, and then the la- and then I talked him into giving me study hall and lunch as my eighth and ninth period. Yeah. So I didn't go to college. So I ne- I went to school later in the day. And then I left earlier in the day than everybody. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's and, awesome. And so <laughs> the first semester, they let me do I just talked to my guidance counselor into doing that. And then the second semester, she was like, um, I think you should get just the uh, principal's approval. And so I just went in there and talked my way out of it and got him to sign it. And so for the... Wow. So I... So your whole, that was your whole senior year? Yeah. So basically, I was able to just sleep in. And then I leave was able early. to leave early, yeah, cool. which the leaving early helped out because my dad was deployed. And so then I could go pick up my sister from school. So my mom could continue working. I had that too. So, uh, yeah. Oh, but my, so yeah, my high school, they didn't give a fuck. Right. Um, like I remember in my AP English class, junior year, I want to say the teacher literally told us, I don't care how you spell your grammar, your punctuation, as long as you get the point across. Well, when you get, when I got to college after that, I learned that they cared. They care. <laughs> they care about. They grammar. do care. <laughs> um, so yeah. Oh man, I came across uh, an old essay. It was in my parents uh, my parents basement. I, I came across an eleventh grade essay, mm-hmm. and it looked like a fucking third grader wrote it. <laughs> Dude, like I, w- it was cringy mm-hmm. how bad it was, and I got a fucking B plus on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just like, what was I even? Uh, there was it was incoherent gibberish, <laughs> almost. I mean, like there was a point in there somewhere. Um, maybe back then like, you were just trying to get 
enough words on the page to get I think it, it was just it was like probably like a 500 500 word essay and I was just trying to get as much words in there as possible when they forced, it was like word vomit yeah when they first yeah. forced the limit on you of course mm-hmm. you I was you're, just trying to do the bare minimum to get, yeah. get by get, like, get the margins right uh, yeah getting a point. no it was literally handwritten oh so like <laughs> I don't know what the hell I, what the hell that assignment was it was it was an English class I knew that was, I, I remember thinking I was sneaky by putting like point one extra uh, inches <laughs> you were though you were sneaky <laughs> Uh, but like, um, I remember, yeah, back when I had to do like uh, type out my essays, hit the thesaurus, mm-hmm. and like making good become like, oh, oh uh, <laughs> grandiose or something, you know, right. like something, mm-hmm. something I would never say. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> One thing that irritated me is like when I was in high school, Wikipedia was in a very early stage, and they would always say. Can't use Wikipedia you as a source. You can never use yeah. Wikipedia as a source. Yeah, but then, as a kid, I, at the very bottom, you're like, well, it has all these other sources. Yeah, can I use the other sources that they sourced? And they're, and they're like, well, how'd you find that? I was like, well, I found it on Wikipedia. Yeah. And they're like, no, you can't do that. I was like, but it's a source. It's a source. Yeah. For the so- yeah. And so I just, I didn't like high school. The, I, I really feel like I, I... I feel like my high school, I feel like the public education failed me as a human being. I feel like, and I don't feel like I'm the in the minority. I really wish I went to a school like here in Omaha, where you had a little bit more of um, opportunities to explore yourself. Mm-hmm. Whereas in Columbus, you had just a straight, basically like a conveyor belt. Right, you're, you're doing this, um, and then we're gonna get you done. You're you're gonna go to college if you want to. If not, you can go to factories. Yeah, and all that. So yeah, that's. <sighs> oh. Yeah, that's. that's I didn't. Gross. I was I mean, not a big really fan. Really delved down deep into it, you know. I was not a big fan of high school. Plus, I mean, I, mean, I got diagnosed with Crohn's when I was sixteen. Oh yeah. Um, Major life events. Yeah, yeah. I just. My, yeah, I just. Don't like it. Who you are as a man, you know, like you're slowly but surely coming out of puberty, you know. It's, I didn't really think. I don't really think I became like a man until like you know early-ish, maybe mid-twenties. I still like, think I feel like I'm becoming a man. You know, like I'm still getting mm-hmm. skill sets of making me more of an, more of an efficient, Stuff better I adult. wish I would have known a long time right. ago. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's stupid saying, like, once, like, cliche stuff is like, I wish I would have known, would have known. That's a, so true, though. You know, it's like, I w- we should probably, like, every time you get that realization, like, something I wish I'd have known earlier, mm-hmm. we should write it down. And then when we have kids... Or write it down when we should have known it, mm-hmm. and then when our kids turn that age, you tell them. You or fucking do it. you could just search. Or tell all kids that that, that's oh. that age. Hang oh. out with fourteen year olds. I was what gonna the say, fuck, stand to Drinking Yahoo with the kids again. <laughs> He's got some Jesus juice. Um, I was just gonna say, or just search Reddit. <laughs> right. There was yeah. a good, there was a good post on dude. App. Reddit's fucking amazing. There was a good post that was like. Uh, for 40 plus year olds, what's the best advice you can give anyone? And like, you know, there's just people posting all this other shit and like, yep, awesome, awesome, awesome. My favorite one was... I gotta look that up. <laughs> uh, family that is. is not blood. Family is who you would bleed for. Oh. Ooh. So, so I like... That's a good one. I like that one a lot. Yeah, I like that a lot. Family's not blood. Family's for who you would bleed for. That's deep. That's really good. Yeah, that's that really resonates because I have some family members that you, yeah, I would watch. Every, them everyone die, has a family you know? member, like, yeah. Eh. Like just because they share the same last name as me, mm-hmm. I, I am not going to bat for you. Right? You know? Like no way. 
And then, and then one thing I also like is I can, I can guarantee you if there's a hot topic on Ask Reddit, maybe a day or two later, you're going to see BuzzFeed like, top 10. Yeah, <laughs> and they, they just... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, they it's, still, it's a, it's a YouTube uh, people do that shit, too. Like, they take uh, Reddit theories, like, uh, from whatever it is, like, say, a cart, like Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they have Rick and Morty thread, and they just fucking, oh, this theory looks cool, let's make a video about yeah, it. Exactly. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Have you, do you watch Rick and Morty, by the way? No. You I know. need to. Oh my god, you need to. I know. And then, The last episode just broke my brain. And then there's a new one There's out a right new now. show on Hulu that reminds me, that looks to me like the animation style of Rick and Morty. Have you seen No, but like Corey, uh, Kelly's boyfriend, uh, sent me a Snapchat of that and you really need to get into it. I can't remember what it's called now. I just remember like these aliens are on Earth or something and then they have this invention gun or whatever and it shoots An invention gun. it shoots them, awesome. it shoots this person in a wheelchair and the wheelchair wheelchair trans- transforms into mechanical legs for the guy and the guy just goes running off into the ocean and he just he just drops that's so dark so it's I think that it looks like a Rick and Morty animation style but yeah. I think the humor is also yeah. it's just is, like, is it created by Dan Harmon and, and uh, nah, I don't know well, I just remember Seen it on Twitch a lot. Gotcha, gotcha. Twitch right. is like my like go-to recently because without sports... I, I can't get into Twitch, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but it's like I don't like playing video games because I feel like I'm wasting my time. But yet here... You can I, watch someone else play video games? <laughs> I kind of like it just because they are they are way better at it than I am. Yeah. And so I can enjoy the experience a little bit better because they're better at it. I like getting... I like... It's, it's, it's like sports. They're... They're professionals. They're better at it, and I'm watching them. Yeah, but you're not watching somebody watch sports. <laughs> <laughs> That's true too. Okay. You know, I'm not gonna go watch my roommate watch a football game. <laughs> like I'm gonna, have, he's gonna cheer for a touchdown that I didn't get to see. Right. So, like for me, I've been watching this guy from Omaha, actually, Doctor Lupo. And he's, Shout out to Dr. Lupo. He's been playing like Escape from Tarkov. Have you heard of that game? It's, nah, bro. The only game I play is the one you saw me playing earlier, which is PUBG. I, I play Warzone with my buddy Adam, but... I don't know if Tarkov it. is on Xbox, but it's pretty much like PUBG. PC? Is it? It, it's oh. probably, it probably is a PC. Okay. But basically, it's just like, you know, like... It's a loot... Coll- uh, yours is Battle Royale. Kind this of. Is more of a, this is more of a... Kind of like a Fallout. A survival yeah. looting game. Like, so basically, you go in... So you, it's basically Fallout. Have you played Fallout? No. Oh, Fallout's post-apocalyptic, I'm assuming? Yeah, well, I know, I know the premise behind oh, it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. But basically, you have these individual games where you have uh, AI, NPC players, as well as real players. And there's uh, people have good guns. If you shoot that person, you loot them, you get a better gun. Hmm. And then if you escape with it, awesome, you have it to use in future yeah. uh, things. But if you uh, get shot, you don't bring back anything. So then you can just... Oh shit! So high stakes kind of style. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 interesting. So interesting. So that's been my go to in the past two months. Without you're sports. not playing it though. You're watching other people play it. Right. <laughs> okay. Which sucks because then it's go then it goes back to like I'm fucking doing nothing. Yeah. I need a, this is worse than doing nothing because I'm literally doing. I'm watching somebody else do nothing. Exactly. <laughs> he's getting he's getting paid money. Yeah. For me to watch him do nothing. I've been watching this one guy called Summit One G play Sea of Thieves. Have you heard of that? I I have played that before. That's actually kind of a fun game. Like last yeah. night, for five days straight, he was on this epic quest to get this fucking gold skin on his character for no reason right for, 
He wanted it because oh. it looked cool. Okay. But it took, it was like five days worth of doing all these quests. Oh my God. So I'm watching it and these people are donating like at least $5. Because if you donate at $5, your comment gets posted on the uh, screen. Okay. And so he's having conversations with all these people and they're paying $5 to get their comment read. Oh my God. And he's, God. It's, it's like $5 donation, $5 donation, $5 donation. And I'm here watching it and I'm just like... I'm doing nothing, and he's getting paid thirty bucks an hour, uh, thirty bucks a minute, 30 bucks. just to God. play the game. And how much is that an hour? It's too much, man. It is fucking too much. What, what's three dollars a minute? Well, thirty times sixty, so that's going to be, be nine nine hundred dollars an hour. It's I can't even fathom making that much. So it's just like, yeah, I'm doing nothing. He's making money. He's it makes me he, want to get really good at video games. He's the real person making. <laughs> yeah. He's he's not doing anything. He's making money. He's having conversations with Chad. You know, he's... God, is that the future? Like, what if sports don't come back around anymore, man? Like, what if there, what if the second wave of this pandemic hits and you literally can't be anywhere close to anybody? My fantasy leagues are going to die. Right, dude. Like, <laughs> that's, my, that's my fault. Is it going to be esports? Football, fantasy football is... Maybe that's why I like it. Maybe that's why I like Twitch is because I like fantasy football. Yeah, I don't know. That's, I don't want that to be the future. <laughs> God, I don't want that to be the future. I love football so much. Oh, I was having this conversation. My mind works in really weird ways. I somehow make this connection to CTE because I don't think I think CTE might actually um, destroy football. What's CTE? Oh, the okay, uh, traumatic brain okay, injuries. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can get it from just from not even getting a concussion. Mm. You know, you can get it from uh, every single play. Your brain's getting rattled. It's like you're getting yeah. a, a goddamn uh, car wreck. Yeah. You know. Um, now the context behind this is like, I I heard this, and so I don't know the whole context around it. It was on the radio. Sure. Tom Tyler in the morning, and. It was a little snippet when I was going through radio stations, and they were saying how people. Shout out to Todd Tyler. If the offensive line, well, and defensive line, start at a standing position, that you have less chance of getting hurt. And they might as well not have an offensive and defensive line. And so when I heard that. Just do flag football. I know they were making fun of it at the time, but I was like, that's stupid. And I just went back to looking for music. And so it was just like. I understand trying to make this sport safer. At what cost? You know, exactly. like something like that would destroy the game. Oh yeah, and it's and the worst thing is like you can't even. It di- wouldn't even be the same game anymore. You can't even diagnose it. Yeah, can't diagnose it till they're dead. Yeah, you know, Junior Seau shot himself in the chest so they can ch- check out his brain. You know, like that's not that man played football for what twenty five years uh, total overall. I don't know. Right? I don't know. I know it was a lot. I looked him up because I was having this conversation with Rachel the other night. And because uh, I think I might have CTE. Because okay. I've been playing football for 12 years. And you, know? you played during, you played, let's be honest here, you played in high school probably. Yep. And, I played in college too. And yeah. in high school, they probably didn't have the best uh, sports equipment. equipment. No. Yeah, not at all. Uh, my, my helmet literally rattled. If, if, you're, like, if your high school did not win a championship, you probably did not get good equipment to protect you. Let's we were in the running for the championship almost every year. And then right after, 
right after I leave, they win three straight championships, lose one, win another one. Well, so they, like, it sounds like they figured out who was their weakest. Right. Leg. Yeah. Our our class <laughs> was the weakest. You know. But um, actually, our class has made it to the further. Shout out to Larry Martin, greatest coach of all time. But um, he uh, he he kept building our program. So like uh, our class of nine was the furthest we've ever made it in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And then the next year they won it. So it's like. Okay. Good well, for because, fucking yeah, them, because they know? had all the kids that were exactly they, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like because uh, his, his I want to say his first year was my no his first year was a year before I was a freshman okay so, so he, like he, he was five years his, in he had time by the time I was a it. senior yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and his sixth year he won his first championship and then won fucking four more five more I think he's I think he's won six total makes sense like really really good coach. Uh, you know, what was I getting? At? Oh, the fact that yeah, my my helmet literally rattled on my head. Mm-hmm. You know, like I didn't have the best equipment. You right. know, but um, but now that we had no more, a little bit more of CTE, then they're gonna focus more on safety. Yeah. Then, like if I if I was if a parent too nowadays, safe, then it's gonna change the whole sport. Yeah. Altogether. If I'm a parent, I'm not letting my kid play football, even mm-hmm. though I love that sport to death. There's a lot of people that say they yeah. play football and they won't let their kids play. No way. Like, and it and it, and it, the. It hurts me to say that. It really does. I don't have any kids, so I don't really... This isn't really whether I would do that or not. This is just me speculating. Because it shaped me as a human being. Mm-hmm. Human being... Or a human being. Uh, football shaped me and built my character. Mm-hmm. Like, all I cared about was that sport mm-hmm. back in high school and college. And then, 10 years later, 11 years later, I'm starting to see all of the effects CTE has. I, I looked at the symptoms online... Don't do that. But um, is it like a women D thing where you're like, I have everything? I mean, they don't know. So, like, CTE is like a very, 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 very new uh, uh, injury or whatever the fuck you want to call it. So, like, they have a, like a laundry list of symptoms. Mm-hmm. Like, some is like memory loss or like impulsive behavior, blah, blah, blah. So, it's like very subjective stuff. Yeah, it's like where yeah. I, I could assume myself has CTE yeah. just because of the. the I, but Why did come into this room? The weird thing is, you can get CTE from literally falling on, uh, the like you broke your broken arms. Mm-hmm. Like when you fell back, you caught yourself, but like your head rattled. Yeah. So like your mm-hmm. brain rattled and like caused some sort of. Well, and I played yeah. hockey, and of course. This is my. I'm a medical professional. This is my <laughs> medical professional opinion. <laughs> I mean, I played hockey as a kid, so I mean, of oh, course, that, of course that. like slamming people, yeah. get into fights. I mean, that, that's obviously going to fuck. Clear, yeah, much. hockey might even be more violent than football. To be honest, well, yeah. because they allow fighting yeah. in the pros. <laughs> they, the refs just circle you. That's it, such a crazy concept. And the fight it? only ends until someone gets on their knees on the ice. Yeah, it's like it, they. Like, oh. Damn, dude! Like, hockey is so brutal, so awesome. I'm surprised it's not bigger. Honestly, how is hockey not hockey. just like everyone's main sport? Mm. <laughs> you know, so, like I never played football. I always played hockey, and so like yeah, for me, it's hip checking yeah. people into the into the uh, the glass uh, glass or into mm-hmm. their uh, their bench. Have you ever done, hit, hit, hit somebody over the boards? No, no, I haven't done that. I love. Or I haven't, I've never seen someone in a game do that. Oh, you never even seen that in a game. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, I mean, we don't have professional teams either. Right, right. So. Yeah. But if there's a professional sport in Omaha, I think hockey would flourish. I think hockey would flourish here because the Lancers did. I. So. The Lancers is more of a family atmosphere. Right. If you go down to Lincoln for the Lincoln Stars, same league, different atmosphere. Oh. Lincoln is more like, fuck you up, let's get drunk, let's watch some hockey. Really? Atmosphere. Trying to get the hockey fans. It is a yeah. good 
as an adult without kids it is a good time <laughs> we should go do that one of these days and like in the in the beginning they play acdc's uh thunderstruck Ooh, and, nah, and nah, like, nah, nah. when you got your beer in your hand and they're nah. and they got the yeah. chant going on have you ever played the thunderstruck drinking game oh every I, time they say thunder you it, take a drink it, 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 <laughs> I, I don't there's the, there's the two ways of playing it one where they say or you chug well well everyone yeah. everyone takes a drink at the same time I hated that. Yeah. Because I didn't want to get drunk that fast. Dude, yeah. That, that I, game I was, I was okay with yeah. the going around in a circle because yeah. everyone was getting some. We, we modified that one when, in my, my house party days. We, uh, we we put it on. Like, if someone started it, like, we would all be like, oh, fuck, here we go. You know? Because everyone played. Mm-hmm. You, it was the rule of the house. Yeah. Is if Thunderstruck came on, you, you played that fucking game. Yeah. And it didn't matter if you were drinking Jack and Coke or if you were drinking <laughs> beers. But. My dumbass, or our friends' dumbasses, modified the rules to where one person would start chucking. Okay. And then um, once the thunder, the next person would start chucking. Thunder, next person would start chucking. There was a break in there. Oh, yeah. In the for break. about a minute and a half, oh, yeah. you were chugging. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know that part you're talking about. Because you never wanted that part to... Yeah. Uh... Was that the same kind of rules you had? Because I know there was different rules like, yeah. all around mm-hmm. everywhere, so... It was like a waterfall kind of... Yeah, yeah, essentially, yeah. Bit, yeah. Yeah, it was... And I, uh, I'm trying to think what position you had to be in a circle to See, like, you, you and me are, yeah. like, the analytical. Like, <laughs> like, in your head, you already know it's, like, the 16th person. And so you're like... Yeah. Okay, okay. There's ten so, of us, we're good. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I'm safe. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, sometimes you, like, try to, like, oh, I gotta go get another beer. And yeah. Like, you like, get oh, into a different oh, spot. Oh, I'm out. <laughs> Oh, I, I don't think I'm gonna get have enough beer for this guy. So yeah. I'm gonna go get another one. Yeah, and then you or you'd stop the chug as if like you're still chugging. You know? Right. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of different oh, ways yeah. to get around it. But, but um, so Lincoln Stars is more of a true. I, I think it's more true atmosphere. Like you're there for a good time. Yeah. Lancers is more for family and kids and. Yeah, I want to go to Lincoln Stars one then. That sounds like fun. Um, I'd be down for going with you. Oh yeah. When is, uh, is their season starting? Going to start up or. When, when does hockey start, anyways? Like, uh, like in, it, hockey, without hockey's, pandemic. Hockey starts in the fall. In the fall? Yeah. Oh, so then yeah, they the, would, should, the dust should settle by then. The USHL usually ends around March. Okay. So they, 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 they're done. What's though. the closest pro team to us? The Vegas Knights? Or, uh, um, you got Colorado Avalanche. Oh, Avalanche. Um, Dude, they're my the, favorite team for the longest time. Yeah, the Minnesota Idiot. Wild. Uh, I, I'm a Chicago Blackhawks fan. Yeah. Um, so you got teams in like a... Radius. Radius, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'd be um, able to see the Avalanche, see an Avalanche Blackhawks game. That'd be dope. Do you remember? It would have been 07, 08, maybe here in Omaha. Do you remember the Exurban Knights? Yeah, that was a Triple A team, and they had a uh, oh, they, they were the Calgary, the they, uh, Calgary the, Flames, the Calgary Flames. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was the closest professional what? team. The Calgary Flames, the biggest. Who's their biggest star? That fucking like kind of mixed dude. It, it, um, do, 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 uh, I know who you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. He, he actually played for the Knights mm-hmm. and we went to go see him. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, he, yeah, that was really cool to see. That so, was when I was super into hockey. I, I lived in Columbus and I had season tickets. Oh, damn. So you're really into hockey. And yeah. my favorite... I, what happened to them anyways? They got sold off to Quad Cities. Oh. Um, the two seasons here. And the second year, we were in the finals for the Calder Cup, and then they they got sold off. I um, and I, I just I remember going t- to the games, and the guy in front of me, he must be loaded because when we made the playoffs, he invited uh, me and my girlfriend at the time to all the playoffs, and he had that section behind the glass 
the part, oh, the, the, party, best part, the, the party section. Yeah. And so he invited me and her to every playoff yeah. game. Oh my God, that's awesome. And so it's in my head, maybe that's why I like money so much is because I can fucking do this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so oh I remember God. being having that atmosphere, like when we scored, like everybody in our section got got crazy yeah. and went nuts. It was a good time. Yeah. Um. So as a player, I miss playing, but but as oh, yeah. a as yeah. a fan in the right atmosphere, it's a really good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm honestly surprised hockey's not not as big or bigger than the NFL, mm. considering our culture, the United States culture. Like you could literally fight on the ice. Mm, that's true. <laughs> like, and it's and it's more action, whereas like football. Yeah, it's uh, constant. Well, we're constantly going back and forth. Like, it's like in a football game, it's really only thirty minutes of actual, of actual play time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Whereas with hockey, it's like nonstop back yeah. and forth. The big plays mm-hmm. only take like nine seconds. Yeah. Like you're watching ten second. It's basically like you're watching ten second uh, clips at a time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of like a baseball. It's a waiting sport. With basketball in the beginning, it's you know a little back and forth. Yeah, the but last two minutes is the best time to watch uh, basketball for sure. Or yeah. in case nowadays, it seems like it you got to foul the guy every yeah. time, and then you got to wait for the free throws. Or yeah, so. like a guy like Queen James uh, flopping around, dude. Like you're two eighty. Yeah, you're six <laughs> nine, two eighty, and you're getting then you're flopping from a dude who's like six one. Like, get you can bulldoze that motherfucker, you know. It's like mm-hmm. get what what are you doing right now? Like I get it, you're playing within the rules. Mm-hmm. You're trying to get the best fucking efficiency, but you're six eight, two eighty. Watching, <laughs> go to the cup. Are you, <laughs> you know? are you watching the Last Dance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the Last Dance I, yet. Though. I mean, I was a huge Michael Jordan fan so back in the day, yeah. um, and so, so I still am technically. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he is the goat. Anyway, there's no watching yeah. the NBA back then and Jordan's mentality and how he berated players yeah i like that to me in the whole like i want people to push me yeah so and then you come into that i wouldn't want somebody to punch me in the face but (laughs) (laughs) it would would motivate the shit out of me though but yeah i got you um well i mean to be honest with you kerr did become the a great coach he did so maybe that's what maybe that's what got him yeah (laughs) the 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 nba nowadays it's like it's it is very like you graze somebody and it's like technical yeah right yeah or like when Jordan dunked on Ewing, mm-hmm. and Ewing pushed him, yeah. like there was no fouls called right. after that. It's like they just like yeah, mm-hmm. or like the the Detroit Piston Bad Boys, you know, like they're fighting every fucking court, every every game. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know, it's like nowadays it's it's gotten so soft. Mm-hmm. So um, so like you said, I'm surprised hockey isn't big because it yeah. Well, maybe that's why it's not big. Maybe it's because it's too fast and too too violent. Maybe maybe we're not as you know, rough as of a country as I, I think we are. You know, in the eighties, yeah, maybe we were more want we went to sports. I mean, fuck, we got participation trophies, so it was like, a it was a cold war. Uh, yeah. We were all uneasy. Trying to be men, maybe yeah. watching sports aggression. where they hit each other was a way of getting that aggression out. Oh, maybe, yeah. I mean, like, and now over time we've evolved to the point where we we're we're not sissies, but it's just like high society where we're like pinky out kind of. Oh, he hit him. I'm not watching. Yeah, like I don't want my kids thinking it's okay to fight. That's not sportsmanship. Oh, Billy lost his game, but he's sad he lost. We'll we'll give him the same trophy the winners got too. It's like I remember that I got a participation trophy once. I fucking threw it away, like or my my dad threw it away, and I was kind of mad about it. But then he explained it to me. He's like, "You didn't earn this. You didn't win." I I I was like. "Uh, 
uh, it was kind of harsh on my dad, but I was like, fucking resonated, you know? Mm-hmm. I was like, I didn't earn this. <laughs> I don't... I remember like, in elementary school, got. they had, like, you know, the Olympics or whatever. I remember... Oh, the getting, field day? It was a field, field day. Field day yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember getting ribbons. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just don't remember... I, I might have gotten that psychological, like, if I did bad in one thing and I got a ribbon, maybe, maybe I was happy at the time. I don't remember... I don't think it. I don't want it to. Didn't, say, I don't it didn't. It diluted the the accomplishment. It might have. Yeah. yeah. You know, like it's I like remember, well, yeah. these people ran faster than me, and I still got a ribbon. I'm just going to float well, on through well, life. Try. Yeah. But like, but I still feel like here I am, 34 years old. I still feel like I, I want to push myself to some sort of limit to become a better person. But yeah. maybe obviously not everyone's wanting to better themselves so i've never understood that mindset the coasting through life mindset you know like i have this conversation with my buddy jake all the time you know like i was for a hot second i worked at genesis health clubs Mm -hmm. and um that really opened my eyes because like i'm I'm a i was basically a a sales guy i was trying to build sales okay you know because it was a sales position Mm -hmm. paid nine dollars an hour kind of sucked (laughs) if we got paid commission on every member you'd get okay me being as good as you know how good i am at sales i couldn't sell somebody who didn't want to better their life mm-hmm. and 80 percent of the people don't want to better their lives mm-hmm. they just want to coast on through it's like they're like well i'm okay now i don't need to get better because i'm doing okay yeah right why, now. why would i need to get better i'm doing okay right what Mm. <laughs> I like that's probably why why we're such good friends is because we have the exact same kind of mindset. We are in the minority, man, big time minority. I mean, I don't want to call people out by name, but you know who I'm talking about. You know, like some people in that department. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. uh, they're just there to get their they're, paycheck. They're for a paycheck and go home, right? And do nothing when they get home, right? And then go back to work, get a paycheck, go back home and do nothing, right? That is such a shitty way to live your life, dude. Like, and the worst part is like, yeah, like that. The money is too good for you to not want to handcuffs. try. Because yeah. like for me, like deep down, I know I don't want that to be my end. I I want. That's to, why like, you're having an existential crisis. That's oh, why. That's why I had one almost every single time I work every every week. It is hard to like go in there knowing like I'd rather be doing. Something else. I'd rather be doing this or I. The reason I'd come back, if Scott somehow pulled off the miracle, they will make let me come back. I would know it's just a stepping stone job. Mm-hmm. My biggest fear, I, I said this all the time, was waking up, and all of a sudden I was there for twenty five years with nothing to show for it in my life. My, wa- my watch says I worked. I have a workout finished. Ten, oh. min- ten minutes. I burned sixty eight calories doing something. Mental calories, baby. Mm. But yeah. Uh, I understand, like, going, going back there is really just money. Money? Money and health insurance is all it would be. I'd, mm-hmm. And honestly, like, you know how passionate I got about how, like, angry and how management was running things and, like, blah, 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 without calling anybody out by name? Um, I, I would go in there with a completely and utterly different mindset. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, this is just a job. Ultimately, the customer doesn't fall on me. You know, I don't have to put their concerns on my behalf. Mm-hmm. It's ultimately it falls on the manager's shoulders, and that's that'd be the 
be like, oh, you don't like this? Well, let me bring my manager over, and then he'll take care of it for you, and mm-hmm. then just walk away. Right. Instead of trying to fix everything myself, like I used to. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, fixing everything myself got me more sales usually mm-hmm. because it showed the customer that I was bending over backwards for him. But bending over backwards also bites you in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, so. as a salesman, you can kind of you could kind of go into that job as with a mindset of this is my business. I'm going in there for yeah, and that's what I did myself. Mm-hmm. But like you said, I went too far. When the customer is just like wants this, this, and this, and you can't. As a business owner, you're only limited to what you can do, mm-hmm. and that's when it comes down to big old headshot, putting the restrictions and the margins on everything. So that's when our managers say, "Nope, you can't do this." Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and I was pissed that they were cutting our wages. I was mm-hmm. pissed that they didn't care about us as, as employees because mm-hmm. it, it clearly showed. Yeah. You know? Um, and then the, and the whole cutting thing is like, I, and I was just thinking about this recently, is like inflation keeps going up, but yet they keep cutting. And then they bragged about giving everybody else a raise. Yeah. Like that really, really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. When, uh, you know, like. So when that does happen, that's when I go into their, in their thinking, there has to be something else. And, and, and the, that's why I want you to read this book. It was also, yeah, it was also, uh, I, I will, you keep talking it up, I keep, I'm keep. i going to have to, I'll, I'll probably read it in a week, maybe a day, because I ain't got nothing else to do, but um, we were just a number to them, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's what it was, it's, they think that anybody can come off the street and do what we were doing. With like, their, not with their magical 10-step program. Yeah, like that 10-step program was a joke, I don't care, I will call that out on this podcast from here on to the day, on, to the day I die, that 10-step program is a joke. If you can sell, you can sell. You have a fucking... You have talent. You have that connection yeah. with people to have them open up to you what their needs are. And you have the ability to... Well, you need this, not that. Yeah. Why? Well, And then they ask you, why is this $1,000 more? And then that's when a monkey can go, this, this, and this. Yeah. That's what they think. They, they just... Yeah. Yeah. You know, but instead of actually, like, um, working with the customer, like, hey, we have a good, better, best scenario. Mm-hmm. This one's decent. It'll get you through the time being. Mm. Omaha betting or something. The next step up would be like a Sealy hybrid. Mm. Like, hey, everyone's been getting this one. Nobody complains about it. It's like a Toyota Camry. It's going to get you there. It's going to get you there nice. And you're going to like it for about 10, 20 years, 10, mm-hmm. 15 years. Then you got the Stearns and Foster's hybrid. And, and then you got then you got the Rolls Royce. Yeah. The fucking, yeah. You know. That's yeah. like, but if you don't explain that to the customer they, ahead of time. They would never know. They're just going to get the Omaha betting. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to get the cheapest thing they can get. That'll get the job done. Even, like, well, even, with, even with them doing their own research at home, if you don't put it, the thought into their head of, of a good, better, best scenario, something that they can they can physically feel like, yes, this is a good, this is better, this is best. Mm-hmm. If they can't fathom that, yeah. then you... I had to cut a little bit out right here because we may or may not have called a few people out by name I'm starting back up where I go on a rant about them losing their talent are starting to reflect that to Mm -hmm. the point where me they're going to lose their talent I think I I know I'm going to my 10 year plan is not that place it's going to be outside of there which clearly it used to be the opposite you know you had you have Phil who was there for how long well, you, you know. a lot of the upper ups, like the management staff and all that. Yeah, they, Gio was there for like forty years. That you know? be, because like, they worked in a good environment, yeah. and they and, and now, they liked it. Yeah, and now it's 
somebody somewhere got in their head that uh, these kids aren't staying very long. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a two-way street, bro. They're not staying very long because you're not appreciating them. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to train your talent to where they can move on, but you got to treat them to where they stay. You treat them nice enough to where they stay. You know, like, was that, that's that, I'm butchering that Richard Branson quote, but that, that's essentially what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you got to, I could rant about this for days about, about how they were doing I got pretty heated right there and had to take out a few choice words about a few choice people. Dude, it goes back to the uh, education thing we are talking about. You know, like, if you're just studying for a test, you can recite information pretty Mm -hmm. easily. It doesn't mean you grasp the concept. You're never going to retain it. Exactly. Like, I learned more on one podcast of Hardcore History by Dan Cronin. Shout out to Dan Cronin. (laughs) I keep doing that. But, uh, uh, have you listened to that? Mm -mm. Bro, super good. Anyways, but I learned more in one podcast than I did in every single history class I've ever taken. Because I was into it. I was intrigued. He captivates you. He mm-hmm. brings you in. He brings the, the minute details of every single little thing. Like, the last one I just listened to was about World War One. Okay. And uh, this was way before the, the pandemic even happened, so I was just kind of putting these things together. Is Some of these hospitals are crying that they don't have enough room for what? 10,000, 15,000 patients, whatever, like mm-hmm. at the absolute peak, right? right? Whatever, right. which granted by all means, that's, that's a crisis. It really is. I'm not, not demeaning that <laughs> by any means, you know, but the first month of world war one, France had 70,000 injured, hmm. almost a million dead. Like that's a magnitude of 10 higher than oh. what we're dealing with. So she back then when the that's population really, was really, 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 really recently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Just a hundred years ago now. Fuck. A little more than a hundred years ago. Fuck. World War Two was worse. Yeah. And that was more recent. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like the Holocaust might, or like the nuclear Holocaust might have happened. And we're just figments of our own imagination. Just <laughs> brains in a vat just fucking floating around the universe thinking about space and time. <laughs> Very possible. Just I make, am completely sober. I'm not high at all. Making up <laughs> our brains, just making up our own making reality. Making up our own reality, yeah. yeah. Like, that's why I, uh, I came with that question. Like, What would it feel like to die? Would you even know? Would you even know if you died and then you just woke up the next day? That's a yeah. very crazy question to ask. You know, it's like, he wouldn't. Right. <laughs> like all of a sudden you were vaporized. You didn't even know. Didn't even mm-hmm. know. Say a nuclear bomb hit Bellevue. Would we even know? No, no. Now what if the nuclear? Because we have there's a, a nuclear arsenal enough to blow up every single city in the, in the United States and around the world. What if every single every single square inch of the Earth was vaporized? Right. In an instant, nobody even knew. What if that Soviet that suspected the program to be an error. Yeah. What if my brain put that guy there as the default, like, this didn't happen because this guy. Because this guy. But what Really, if it, it did happen. It did happen. And, yeah. And we're really just all dead. We're just talking to each, talking to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucked up. Oh, man. But, listen, we've been doing this for, what, Two and a half hours. I'm gonna call it a day. Jesus. Five thirty. 
All right. Well, Luke, say your name. Say Luke. anything else you want to uh, you want to promote. Um, Bear Performance Nutrition is good products by Nick Bear. Cool. All right. Shout out to Nick Bear. Bye. That concludes my very first podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hope you stick around for the rest of them.